0: that ever-flowing liquid fire of life, ever-expanding and illuminating truth, which is always revealed with wisdom, a spiritual nutrient necessary for vitality that is maintained through selflessness, a filter of ether that aids purity, which is love. Love, a limitless paper lantern floating into infinity on the intentions and actions of initiates of the mysteries. Welcome fellow Phoenixes, I'm Ross Cessna and together we are the Spiritual Phoenix. The intent of this show isn't to tell you what to think, but to get you to think and originally articulate yourself in a way that is uplifting. We are the artists of our lives and today is a blank canvas. Let's collectively create a better tomorrow. And right now I'd like to take a moment and focus on what we're grateful for today. Today, I'm grateful that on Thursday, I was cleared to come off my mental health medication and that on Friday, I celebrated seven months free from uh, any drugs, alcohol being one of them. Um, It's been a uh, long journey for me to, to get to where I'm at today and the people that made that possible are the people that are in my life that supported me and stuck by me through all of this. Um, the other thing that made it possible was luck. And another factor that brought all of those things together would be um, source energy, the way, the mysteries. Um, some would call it God. Whatever you wanna call it, that that force that's out there, that brought me to where I am today. Granted, I did work to get here as well. Um, But the work that I did would have been inconsequential without all those other elements. And I couldn't have done a lot of that work had I not had those other um, elements coming together. So I'm very fortunate for that. And that kind of topic somewhat plays into today's topic as well. Um, And I'll read a couple quotes and then we'll get right into it. Your thoughts become things in your life. And that was said by Rhonda Byrne or Bernie. Um, With our thoughts, we make the world, and that was said by Buddha. Today's topic is tulpas, and I'll get into what that is. An early Buddhist text lists the ability to create a mind-made body as one of the products of a contemplative life. This is also referred to as a tulpa. Now, a tulpa is a concept in mysticism of being Of a being or object which is created through sheer spiritual or mental discipline alone. Indian Buddhist texts call it an unreal, illusory, or mind created apparition. The term comes from the Tibetan word, um, or comes from Tibetan to build or to construct. Talpa is sometimes used synonymously to magical emanation, conjured thing, phantom, and thought form some modern practitioners use the term to refer to a type of imaginary friend. Now, I'm very fond of taking spiritual concepts and making them more easily understood in uh, the the material world or, or practically, and I'm also very fond of taking very practical things and making them into metaphors for spirituality. Now, I can't say specifically that you can or you can't create things with physical things with your mind. But what I can say from personal experience with psychosis um, and just my sheer mind power alone, I've been able to create what I perceive to be different situations. Now, some examples of this would be um, in psychosis, I believe that one of my ex girlfriends was an alien. And because I believe that so much, um, she, she became one in my mind. So therefore it was real because when you believe something, whether or not it's real in reality, it's still real to you. Some other things that I believed was that everybody was out to get me. So then all those things basically became tulpas. They had this, this costume of my own thoughts projected onto them to made them to make them into what they were not, but how I perceived them. Now this concept is very powerful when you can understand that because it even it's even furthered with how you perceive other people, whether or not you have that extremity of thought about situations. Um, for example, if you have this reductionary concept of somebody that just because they believe one thing, let's just say um, Christianity. Let's just say you have this negative element of Christianity, and then for any Christian you see, you reduce them to this certain this certain state. I say that one because I've had a negative opinion of Christianity or Christians or basically a lot of organized religions in general. And the reality is I'm creating this simplified, um, gross version of what these people are because I'm not looking at all the positive qualities. I'm focusing on the negative ones and then all, all the good stuff that they represent also falls by the wayside. And I think that that's true for anybody, um, e- even with racists. I, I don't support racism whatsoever, and I don't support hate in general. But I can fall into the trap of looking at a racist in this oversimplifying everything about them and reducing them to this crude, primitive thing. And the reality is there's so many more complexities about that and maybe that's one of their character defects. I mean, it is, in my opinion, a character defect. And I think that it's a great ignorance to assume that you can assess the worth of somebody based on um, sexual identity, race, um, sex in general, any of those kind of things, they they divide. Religion is one of those things as well. You can't determine the worth of somebody by these arbitrary things. Even somebody's actions in itself don't necessarily determine it. I can say that from personal experience of having done a lot of shady crap in my life. Um, I wasn't. I mean, I did shady stuff, so I was a shady person at that time. But who I am in essence is not that. That was how I learned how to deal with things because I didn't know how to deal with myself. Now back onto the form of talpas as well. Oftentimes we can project these thought forms or create these um, beings from thought because we don't want to evaluate ourselves. Because when we can evaluate other people as less than, it makes us more than. The other way that these talpas can work, they don't always have to be negative too sometimes we can create these positive talpas on people. And the issue with that becomes then we're over-glorifying people and that can minimize how we feel about ourselves. Look at how amazing this painter is. I, I wish I could paint like that. I'll never be that good. And then it becomes, we are less than. We, we become the reduced, simplified version. The thing is, all of us have complex things about us all of us have strengths all of us have weaknesses so we need to remove this concept of projecting um, negative things on situations now I won't say that we should focus on the negative elements of people to reduce the positive tulpas um, because there is some benefit to seeing people in a good light but you also need to counterbalance that with reality which would state nobody's entirely good or entirely bad um, I, I think that that's a very simplistic understanding to assume that things are, are good or bad for me i had to go through some of the worst most difficult stuff in my life to find the better elements of me we're all in a process of learning we're all growing There is only one way, in my opinion, as well. Some people might be swimming against the way. They might be trying to go against where everything's heading. And they're just going to get a mouthful of water, tire themselves out, maybe pull some muscles, some spiritual muscles or whatever, and it's going to make them miserable. Um, Even if it's not in this life, that energy will come back to them in some way. You don't need to worry about punishing people in some senses because the punishment is inherent in the action. And I say that from my own experience, even with um, what some people would uh, deem sin, that that reprimand, that little bit of hell that you're supposed to get for those sins, it's inherent in the behavior. And whether or not people display remorse for it or, or are cognizant of it, they still suffer from it. It doesn't go away. To me, that's one of the principal realities of nature. Um, now, the, the benefit of maybe having some negative thought forms is your mind is powerful and you can shift that. And when you start seeing people in these reductionary states, it gives you the opportunity to grow spiritually and realize, wow, I'm not as spiritual as I might have assumed because I'm perceiving these people negatively, and that's a reflection of me, how I perceive others. And not in the sense that you necessarily um, are exhibiting those exact behaviors. Oftentimes they do say, though, that what you see in others, or what upsets you in others, is something that you too possess. But it could be a, a different form of it. Let's let's say it's... Um, some kind of of racism or focusing on a difference that you don't like in these people and you're like well they they're like this i don't like them because they're like that the irony is you're exhibiting that exact same behavior yourself by perceiving that what you need i shouldn't say what you need to do what i would suggest doing or what i've done in my personal life and i still struggle with it sometimes i'm not perfect at anything what I struggle with sometimes, or what I, I try to work towards, is looking for the connecting threads. Um, There's so many more connecting threads than there is ones that, that are separate separating. So let's let's use the example of the racist uh, again. Um, do they do they raise children? Do they have do they breathe air? Do they eat food? Do they do they want good things regardless of how they are towards other people? sometimes you can't change i shouldn't say sometimes majority of the time you can't change the behavior of others by being resistant to it and being critical of it for example if you show love to some people and you show them acceptance regardless of that then you allow the opportunity to not tell them what to do but to maybe lead by example and show them the alternative side of things there have been racists that have turned their lives around and have ultimate respect for other races, and they realize their own ignorance and how they limited their own lives because of it. People can have psychic shifts, and it's not going to come by being vilified by other people. It's going to come internally. Just as with anything, you could try to beat something into somebody's head to make them feel guilty for it to do whatever, and it won't change. Um, so yeah, I think that the concept of Tulpa whether or not you physically can create things with it to me it's an allegory i might just not be spirit i shouldn't say it might not be it could be a potential thing that i'm not spiritually fit enough or incapable of learning in this life or at this stage in my life but the practical understanding of it would be that you can create these alternate shapes for people or these these masks and these things Are created in the in the real world in the sense that I see this person this way, so now they're this evil thing, or they're this, or they're that, and it can be good or it can be bad. Um, You have to see through the illusions that your own mind projects onto situations and get down to the core of everything. We are all from one source. Um, We are all made from love. We are all here for a purpose. And sometimes we have to, I mean, we always have to lead by example. We're not here to be better than anybody. We're not here to feel superior. We're not here to feel inferior. We're here to collectively recognize our divinity and help, our, help others achieve their goals and help, our, help ourselves achieve our goals by working collectively with everybody there's no reason for people to be hungry. There's no reason for people to be any of these negative things that we're encountering. It's because of the genu- genuine concept of creating talpas or these thought forms on situations. Now, I think w- with that, I've really hit the nail on the head about what I perceive a talpa to be. So I- I'm going to give suggested homework for people. I might I might start doing this more often. Um, there's a saying where if you think you're going to go out and see assholes when you go for a walk, you'll be surprised how many assholes you see. And if you go out and you think you're going to see nice people, you'll be surprised how many nice people you see. So for this week, um, or for however long you need to, I would suggest or maybe yeah i would suggest because you can take or leave a suggestion i would suggest trying to find the good and the people that upset you that that make you anxious that make you feel negatively try to find the positive attributes in them and the connecting threads and for the people that you maybe over glorify or look up to that make you feel less than in a negative way Try to realize that you're just as capable of exhibiting those qualities that you have. You may even be exhibiting them in your life right now. Try to see people through the veil of reality for who they really are at the soul level. And at the soul level, we're all light. It doesn't matter how little little light is being exposed, or how much light is being exposed. We all deserve love. We all deserve respect. We all deserve to be treated kindly. Um, I'm going to start adding some new things to the podcast. I, I may eventually make them individual um, podcasts as to not disrupt the con- flow of content and to make the, the material easily sorted out. I'd like to start doing what I'd call a minute of motivation and just have one minute of on-point um written down content to get people's minds right for certain situations or help them work through things that i have personal experience working through um or am working on now and to share the insight of that the other thing that i would like to do is start doing poetry um just have like a mantra a week and a, a motivation thing for a week or whatever. I'm going to make um, some special videos for those, put those up on my YouTube channel along with the uh, podcast videos. I just want to start creating more content that's thought provoking and somewhat more creative as well. Um, and with that, you can follow me on social media at Spiritual Phoenix. All this stuff will be below as well because the Spiritual Phoenix on social media is f-o-e-n-i-x and you can visit my website at thespiritualphoenix.com and that phoenix is p-h-o-e-n-i-x i just did a weekly tarot reading this morning and uh, that'll be up uh, on my website and there'll be a link for that below We're going to be doing paid tarot readings soon so you can book one of those if you want i'm going to be offering Some other things coming up in the future that if you like what I'm doing you can participate in um, and all that kind of stuff to help me support these efforts so I can continue to do this because I've been told that it is helping people with stuff and I'm so grateful for that and I want to continue to be able to help people if as long as it's beneficial and it's what I'm supposed to do and with that I love respect and appreciate all of you Love and Light. I'm going to put this episode on the fire. Peace. Don't believe. Don't follow. Do not consume. Do not watch. Largely what I'm talking about here is reclaiming experience. This is what's been taken from us. It's a self advancing, self expanding, self defining process and it takes no prisoners. The real world isn't a spiritual world, it isn't a material world,
1: it isn't an empty world, it isn't a solid world, it's simply.